Welcome to HSDF the Podcast, a collection of policy discussions on government technology and homeland security brought to you by the Homeland Security and Defense Forum. Today's program looks at the emergence of a digital U.S. Border Patrol. Mark Bathrick, a senior executive with Dell Technologies and the former director of the Office of Aviation Services in the Department of the Interior, joins Megan Mance from the Homeland Security and Defense Forum for a discussion on the emergence of a new digital border patrol. This program was recorded on November 28, 2022. Megan Mance with the Homeland Security and Defense Forum, and I am delighted to be joined by Mr. Mark Bathrick from Dell Technologies for a brief fireside chat on technology to support the U.S. Border Patrol. Mark currently serves as a federal business executive with Dell Technologies, and prior to joining Dell, he was the director of the Office of Aviation Services at the Department of Interior where he managed over 1,200 traditional aircraft and 850 remotely piloted aircraft in support of a variety of critical government missions. And he also had a long career in the U.S. Navy, where he was a decorated naval aviator and commanding officer. Uh, So, Mark, thank you for joining me today. It's great to be here, Megan. Thanks so much. So as someone who has over 30 years of military and government management and operational experience, uh, specifically with drones and traditional aircraft, where do you see drones integrating into the Homeland Security mission and areas of responsibility for Border Patrol in particular? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, You know, public safety is one of the most compelling and impactful applications of drones. And, uh, you know, the Border Patrol mission has been greatly uh, aided by drones and will continue to be aided by drones. You know, when you look at traditional aircraft versus drones, drones are less expensive to procure and maintain, and they're easier to operate. Many of our drone operators in the Department of Interior were not pilots like myself of traditional aircraft. They were scientists and law enforcement officers and firefighters. Drones also have the ability to carry uh, a wide variety of sensor payloads, uh, with the ability to harvest huge amounts of uh, varied data with great precision, far more than we've ever had the ability to do in the past with traditional aircraft. They've also become an increasingly common and powerful tool across many, many public safety agencies. Um, however, this this uh, has two sides to it. There are opportunities that come with that, but there are also challenges. The opportunity is, of course, now we have much better data. We can transform through advances in digital technology into more timely and more informed action to meet both current and future complex mission requirements. And in public safety, that's so important that you have good decisions in a timely manner. The challenge comes from that same data. It's that sheer volume of data we're now able to collect. Statistics show us that 80% of the enterprise data that's collected goes unused. And if organizations don't actively Uh, pursue uh, methods to deal with that data, they will literally become buried by it. Uh, The good news is that realizing the opportunities and meeting the challenges can be achieved through the same proven approach. What we did at the Department of the Interior was we built a mission-specific roadmap to identify where and how we were going to use the data. What was the plan? What was the objective? And what was the ops environment? And who are the operators? What were they going to be trained to do and where were they going to be stationed to do their mission? Next, we chose the platform. What was going to be carrying the uh, particular sensor into the, into the sky and how is it going to be used? And then, of course, there's that payload, the sensor, 
And there's a wide variety you can choose from, but you need to choose the ones that are right for your mission. And that'll change over time. And then finally, the level of data processing. What do you want out of the data? Because uh, data is like raw material and you want to turn it into a, a useful product. And then lastly, you know, partnering with industry and you know, proactive engagement with industry can help guide the development of, you know, your program and make you aware of future technology that you wouldn't otherwise be aware of. Now, as the architect and director of the Department of Interior's Drones for Good program, I engage regularly with industry. That's how I found out what was going on. And more importantly, was how I was able to influence a direction in which industry was going, which was incredibly important for us in interior. So we got the capabilities that we needed. Um, another benefit of that is the, the cost savings and increased speed to value that you can achieve by working with industry because now they're building things that are in your price point and deliver uh, the mission-ready uh, capabilities that you need. Thanks for that, Mark. And, you know, you made an interesting point about all of the unused data and some of the opportunities and challenges around that. And for an agency like Customs and Border Protection that has so much data available to them, I think that's a really important point that you made. And I think it also relates back to uh, U.S. Border Patrol's uh, recently released strategic plan where they talk about the emergence of a digital border patrol. And just, you know, based on your experience in both the military and in civilian agencies, you know, what are some of the most important technology considerations for Border Patrol to help them achieve this goal? Yeah, great question. First, I'd like to recognize and commend the Border Patrol for their vision in setting this really important digital transformation goal. While I was at Interior, I had the privilege of working with Border Patrol in the early development of their small uncrewed aircraft program. Uh, there I witnessed personally their foresight and drive to adopt innovative technologies in the pursuit of both public safety and national security. So I want to commend them uh, on a really important statement in their strategic plan. Uh, their future success will really hinge on several points. First, as we've talked about, the ability to exploit the available data without becoming overwhelmed. Um, you know, we've talked about drones uh, here, but we have to understand that there is a, a lot more data that is being generated out there. And they have sensors on the ground and, and other um, capabilities that they have, and they need to infuse that data and incorporate that with their airborne data. By 2024, it's been predicted that 50% of all data collection will occur at the edge, literally out in the field. Realizing that growth in the number and the diversity and the precision of data collection nodes not just within the Border Patrol, not just within the federal government, but across all levels of government and in the private sector, um, tells you the kind of, of challenges and the opportunities that um, they're going to face in realizing this vision of a digital Border Patrol. They're going to need to uh, collect and assess and analyze that data. And that disparate data that they're going to have access to um, is going to require a different way of thinking. Uh, it's not just harnessing the data, but being able to collect the analytics on that and being able to build the trust with other organizations in fielding that data and being able to analyze it. Now, those technology solutions that are going to be developed to support that are going to have to respect and protect proprietary data. Um, and it's with this protection that you'll gain that trust in other agencies, private and public will share that data 
And you'll actually be able to enrich your decision-making by having access to those. In Dell, we, Dell, we've developed what we call a federated learning solution that addresses these challenges because many other organizations in government and outside government face these same challenges. All of this data available, but how do you get that on board and make the best use of it? In the federated learning solution, each edge device trains itself and communicates back to the core for aggregation and better modeling. This not only increases accuracy, but reduces the strain and latency that often occurs with large amounts of data being piped through a network. Also, no raw data is shared through the network, so that increases their security and as well as reducing the latency and the load on the network. Those edge devices keep the raw data local to the device and only the results are shared. The movement is therefore reduced, including the personal identification uh, information, other sensitive information that remains within the geographic, social, or political boundaries. And that helps better accommodate the governance, risk, and compliance factors that are important to agencies and to companies. Uh, so these model insights are then encrypted in a way that maintains their ability to manipulate the data without having to decrypt it and make it visible. Uh, truly revolutionary. So I think staying ahead of and, and being able to effectively leverage the power of the increasing level and, and the dispersion and variety of data from various sources, uh, those are all going to be very key elements to Border Patrol's realization of their vision to have a digital Border Patrol. Mark, for those great insights. And I think to your point, as someone who has spent many years in government, you know, you mentioned the capabilities and uh, innovation that the private sector can provide. So it really does take a true public-private partnership to uh, get us to the finish line on some of these initiatives. And I'm sure that will be the case for Border Patrol in the, in the year ahead. Thanks again, Mark. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow HSDF The Podcast on every major podcast platform. Visit hsdf.org to learn more about the Homeland Security and Defense Forum and HSDF The Podcast. HSDF The Podcast.